Hey, Summit Church. I am hopping on a bit unexpectedly because I just have been observing news for the past several days and felt like I wanted to speak a message, particularly to um, my brothers and sisters of color, my African-American brothers and sisters, um, anyone who would find themselves in those one of those two groups. I, I first want to say, don't interpret our silence to this point as inactivity. This is something that Tayshawn and I have been talking about the last couple days and just thinking through how would be best to respond and what would be wise to do, what would be unwise. And we just wanted to allow thought to uh, be, to fill whatever, however we reacted or moved forward. And also this, this podcast is not, not the end. This is, we've been making plans for other, other events or, or things to put in the future to just continue to push a vision of one unified body in our church, a unified diverse body of brothers and sisters in Christ where there's no, like Galatians says, we, we don't mark the fact, uh, the importance of male, female, of, of slave free, of barbarian, Scythian. I mean, in this case it would be white, black, um, majority, minority. And so, yeah, I, like I said, it took me, I think a couple days even just to kind of get my thoughts wrapped around of like, okay, I don't want to say something just to say something. I want to say something that I actually think and feel. And I had a conversation with Sharon this morning and I think I finally got to what I do feel and what I do want to say. And it's this, my brothers and sisters, my African-American brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters of color, we stand with you. We are with you. I say we in any representation of our church and our body that I can muster, that I can speak for. I say that we're in this with you. I'm not in that. This is not about value signaling. I know that probably won't be believed, but that's fine. This is not about trying to boost numbers by getting on a trendy topic in culture. This is not political. This is so not political. I mean, the most conservative theology I can think of is that people are made in the image of God and that justice, sin will be accounted for with justice. And those who find themselves on the margins will be lifted up in the kingdom. And so we're counting the cost on just even saying that message, which again, I don't think should be controversial, but it, it probably will be. And I'm counting the cost. We're going to lose. We, I don't know. We're going to, we possibly could lose a tendership. I mean, we could lose that in COVID-19 anyway. Bummer. You know, uh, we, we could lose members. It's possible. I hope not. I, I hope you know I love you. I hope you hear in this. This is not me about me antagonizing anyone. This is about me saying, and this is about our church saying to our brothers and sisters, we are with you and we love you. We see you. We hear you. We stand with you. 
and and yeah, this this isn't this podcast isn't the moment. This isn't like okay that we did that and we wash our hands of anything. Like we we want to move forward in action. This podcast is a beginning, and not even a beginning because we have been talking about this to this point, and we you know have had we've been teaching and, and focusing on this. But this is I'm seeing now just even the level that we have been focusing on it. It's been it's fallen woefully short, and it we want to continue to press in deeper um, with with tangible action and not just words. Though words right now is what we are what we have, and they are not without importance. Also, when it comes to counting the cost, I'm always mindful of when we sing the song "Let Justice Roll." I remember the story, I think, in a blog, a summer blog that Deb Dunlovey wrote about a time in one of our gatherings listening or singing that song and all of a sudden having the realization, the, the harsh realization, that if justice is going to roll down, then life is going to get a heck of a lot harder for herself and her family. And that's true for the majority of us who spend our time singing that song at Soma on Sundays. And I'm not ignorant to that. And while it is much easier to say that than actually embrace it in the moment when it comes, I'm saying I'm doing my best to prayerfully, continually accept that cost. And prayerfully, when the time comes to embrace it, it will not trip us up or slow us down. I I say this to you all because I say this to my, the Soma members who are African American brothers and sisters who are who are of color who would who are married to people who are of color who your children are African American I say this to my neighbors my neighbors I I am with you we are with you we are not just saying this and being inactive. When opportunity comes, that action and stand needs to be had, we are saying in this moment we are committing to leaning in. And it's because ultimately all people, all people are made in the image of God. And with being made in the image of God, yes, all people are marred by sin, but also in the image that they hold and bear, there's parts of every person's personality and strengths and giftings and, and perspectives and cultural shapings that means ultimately they value God in a way that I can't and that many people at our church cannot. Everybody brings something to the table, which is just a picture of the infinite beauty of God. Which is why we value pushing into being a diverse population and diverse congregation is because we know our, our neighborhood is filled with image bearers that we want to image and we want to be like a Christ a full picture of Jesus who 
has all the images that make up his image. All the strengths, all the perspectives, all the backgrounds, all the cultures, all the giftings. All the ways of viewing the world. Redeemed by Jesus. Transformed by the mind of Christ. Into an image that we have our distinctions, we have our diversity, and we have our unity. So yeah, we're saying to our brothers and sisters, we hear you, we see you, and we're not going anywhere. We're leaning in. And if and when things come to a point of sacrifice, and you have to sacrifice, we are prayerfully stepping forward and counting the cost and saying, we're into. Now, to my white brothers and sisters, I'm not blaming you for everything that has ever happened. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not trying to heap on condemnation. This is wrong. What we're seeing right now is wrong. And I think we can all see and recognize that. And we have fault. But we are free from condemnation at the same time. Because of the blood of Jesus, because of the cross, because we are fully robed in right, white spotless robes before our King and we are in Christ, we can do the complex, cognitively dissonant thing and say, this is wrong, we have fault, and we are not in condemnation because of Christ. And so we can actually say this, I, we can own our faults and it not be a heaping of shame and condemnation because there's no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. You can, we can have fault without shame. We can have fault without condemnation. And when we're there, we can actually hold on to those two things at the same time. We can, we can look at ourselves and say what needs to change. We can look at the world and see what needs to change. Because something needs to change. A lot needs to change. Internal and external. And so in this moment, I can say, I have shame. And I have no condemnation. And I can come to the table. And I can say that I'm sorry for my fault. And even if I'm rejected in that, and I understand very well why I understandably would be, <laughs> I still might have the pain of the reality of that, but have no condemnation. And so I hope I'm not. I hope I hope my brothers and sisters. I I. I I plead that you would accept that. 
I'm sorry for my fault. And we stand with you. We're not going anywhere. Father God, I pray that you would continue to move my heart and the hearts of our people and the hearts of our world to not settle for the cheap, pathetic trade of earthly comfort for building all people together as a temple that declares the full glory of God. I want to be a part of that. Lord, help us hold together both the shame of fault and the freedom of the blood of Jesus washing us as white as snow, that we stand before your throne, perfect. And Lord, someday you will bring together of every tongue, tribe, and nation a glorious multitude reflecting your image and worshiping you, the King of Kings of whom your image we all bear and of whom we rule your kingdom alongside all of us. Let it be so, Jesus. Amen.